welcome. 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 Welcome to Unsinkable. Welcome to Unsinkable. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Previously on Unsinkable. Can we tell? Can we tell that? Have you been in a church like that? Have you been around people like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually. I have very many family members like that. Like, they go and they um, dress up and put on these nice clothes for church and try and put on, like, a happy persona while we're at church. But when we go home, it's a different story. Like, they act like... Like they don't know Jesus at all. Like the way they treat their children. Hey y'all, welcome back to Unsinkable. This is episode four and I'm Steven. Hey, what's up y'all? It's Nina. Hey, it's Isabella. Hey, I'm Gigi. Hey y'all, it's your girl Nafisa. And today, we is going to have a little discussion about the difference in joy versus happiness. Antonina, you ready to give us the rundown? So we want to talk about um, joy versus happiness. Um, We know one is the fruit of the spirit and one is the fruit of the flesh. But many times people think they're the same thing. And um, it's very, I I believe, you know, I used to think they was the same thing. So we just want to talk about the difference in that and which one is more organic and which one is farm raised, meaning like you do it yourself. opposed to it being instilled in you organically. And um, what it reminds me of is just the book of Philippians with Paul when um, he talked about joy and rejoicing, even in the circumstances when he was um, on some Akon locked up and they wouldn't let him out. So yeah, we just want to have a conversation on that and how it, as believers, how can we identify between the two and how, how it sustains us? One is definitely junk food and one is definitely um, good old. It was one thing that you said to Nina before. You said that joy cannot be hidden. And that helps me differentiate happiness from joy. Like I know that even when I'm going through something, I have faith that God is going to, you know, help me through it because that's what he said in his word. And so I can still smile and love other people with the love of Christ and not be all, you know, shut up talking to me you know when somebody trying to talk to me in school because I'm going through something at home or spiritually like I have the joy of the Lord the scripture says the joy of the Lord is our strength I literally pull on the joy of the Lord when I need to get through something but God still expects us to act like Christ even when we are going through something so that's how I differentiate happiness from joy I have it all um, I feel like one way I differentiate it, um, and before I get into that, like, one thing I like is, um, well, no, I'm not gonna bring that up because you ain't ready to chat. Um, the way to differentiate it for me is, do this make me happy because of something or am I content with this? Like, let me see, how can I explain it? Like, joy for me is, is like contentment, like happy contentment, but it's not happiness. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Okay, wait, come back to me so I can get my thoughts together. Joy for me, I would say, like, it feels more peaceful. It feels more calm. Like, it just feels more at 
home as opposed to happiness. It's like, it feels like, I guess, a spike in my emotion, like going high. Um, Like it feels more, I guess, like sporadic, but joy is more like, more of, you know, um, a stream or like a peaceful river, even if you're feeling um, like a different kind of emotion at the time. It's like joy is like, it's, it's just deeper. Um, how I can differ, so how I identify it, um, is like even in the hardest times when things can be going left, like in the world and my surroundings, or even in my life, I still be peaceful, like I can still worship and like still sing to the Lord, like in the mix of anything. And happiness for me is just like, like it's things going my way, and like I'm just finally getting what I want. That's just and it's temporary, like I'd be happy for like. You know, you be happy for a day, but joy is forever. That's how. Um, okay. I got my thoughts together, y'all. So, um, I feel like joy, the way I can explain it, is like the bigger picture of things. Like, yes, I'm upset and sad that I got to go to work today, but I got a job. Some people ain't got no job. Yes, I woke up with a headache, but I woke up. I woke up in my bed. Like, joy is realizing the bigger picture in the midst of child hell, when all hell is breaking loose in your life. Like, that's that's what um, joy is for me. So, yeah. I think that is good. Um, some of the things that it tells us about, um, about joy and happiness is um, one of them. Okay, so some of the differences with happiness is it. They say it's external. It's uh, dependent on your circumstances. It's um, emotional response. Um, having what you want. It's um, an external euphoria. It's an effect. It's a result. It's inconsistent and it's temporary. Opposed to joy, where it's internal, independent on circumstances. Act of the will. Um, Wanting what you already have, like appreciating what you have, inner contentment, it's a cause, it's a foundation, it's consistent, and it's eternal. So joy for me um, is, is right, waking up grateful for life, even if I don't have, like, you know, no, I'm not a millionaire, you know, but does that really matter? Would that really bring me joy? Mm. Because I've seen... We, I've known celebrities, we've known, we heard about it in the news, who commit suicide and we think that it's the riches. And, you know, and we think that's what makes them happy. And you start to, um, you start to wonder, like, what was it that, that turned them that way? What was it that made them feel like they didn't want to be here? I thought they have everything, you know? And it says it's the way of, it says it's the way of the world. And I want to know, like, can you tell in your day to day when you feel joy and when you feel happiness? Well, I think we just, some of us answered that. And I, do I feel joy all the time? Sometimes it take it, it takes me some time to get there. Like I might have to get back more in the presence of God and let him Holy spirit minister to me real quick. Like, first of all, sis, you out here tripping and you acting like, did you not know where you've been delivered from? I think that is also the joy of the Lord. And that does give me strength to go on. I don't know how um, y'all feel about that. Um, I like what you read because, like, I didn't want to comment on it before you read it. Um, 
but like the eternal part because like that goes into how I said like I see it as a bigger picture because joy is a fruit of the spirit so like it's always there it's always waiting happiness may not always be there but joy is eternal joy is Mm. there it's waiting for you to tap into it it's waiting for you to realize the bigger picture it's waiting like the moments for joy are always present like how I said you may wake up with a headache but you, you woke up you woke up in your bed but if you never stop to realize that or think of okay, there is something better. There is something I can have peace about, although this headache is going on right now. Like, yeah, I like that part. I like that it says joy is an eternal thing. And I definitely, like, agree with what Bella said, mm. how joy feels like a stream and happiness is, like, fleeting. I It's kind of weird, and I noticed it today, but I can tell when my smile is because of happiness and when it's because of, a, of joy. Like, it's like I feel the the joy inside me that's making me smile. And it's like muscles be making <laughs> making me smile that I didn't know I had. But when I when I'm happy, it's like I'm making myself smile. It's weird that I noticed it, but like, hmm. Hmm. um, it says like the way to joy it says joy is god's way it's other centered and not self-centered it's an attitude of gratitude it's trust is giving is dependence on god is managing responsibly everything god has given me thinking of others before myself i have because god has given it to me it's confidence abundance and generosity whereas happiness is the world's way is self-centered is discontentment distrust Coveting, wanting, self-sufficiency, accumulation of stuff, keeping up with the Joneses. Oh, that was me. Oh, I was in this happiness. That that was me. Mm-hmm. Thinking of myself first and I deserve it attitude. Fear, limitations, and greediness. Mm. Fear. Happiness is fear? Yeah. Would you think that? Mm-hmm. I got, like I you wouldn't, but I like that. I like how they said that because when you happy... Like people like when you in love and or think you in love, you oftentimes hear people on movies and stuff say, I'm scared this may leave. I'm scared I may not be happy no more. I'm scared of what could happen in the midst of being quote unquote happy. So yeah, I I like that. I like that they said that there's fear and happiness. Because you'd be scared for the moment that it leaves. Because you know when happiness leaves, child. Yeah. Man, I mean, um, so it's like a drug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do like the little things to so, keep it going, like buying some shoes you like. Right. Talking to a new boy or girl, you know. Accumulating the stuff, accumulating the people. Is some people happiness connected to other people? Sure is. My <laughs> yes, from <laughs> experience. <laughs> like, Jorgetta, let, let's talk about it because child like yes like it very much can come from other people and not even in just relational type things like your family can be the joy um this um source of your happiness um like just people like the validation from people can be the um the source of your happiness people like your happiness can very much be dependent on other people very much in the things that they contribute to your life not what like how it says um Joy is from what God contributes. Happiness is from what people can contribute to your life. So can happiness help you fall into sin? Can it be a stumbling block? Mm. 
into your flesh. Yes, because, you know, the world says, do what makes you happy, live for yourself. And the Bible is like, crucify yourself. Mm. Mm, die to yourself. What does that drug addict say to them? Mm. Mm, 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 mm. We're going to have some church in here, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Isabel, <laughs> y'all got something to say to that? Has happiness led you? Is there a time that you can remember when happiness has led you to fall into sin and when joy has showed you how more you are growing in God? Ooh, I love that question. Anybody? Um, I'm going to just go. Happiness can have you fall into sin. Um, we're going to take it back to the people and we're going to do a relationally this time because all the red flags be popping up. We talked about red flags in the last episode, but all the red flags, it's a whole circus. It's red light here, red light there, red flags, orange flags, blue <laughs> flags, everything but green. Child, and you, you know, you know you're out of the will of God. You know you're out of it. But the moment you leave and start finding God, at least for me, this was for me. I'm not talking about nobody else. That was my way into joy. Realizing that not not just the fact that this person is gone because, um, like not realizing that this person is gone, but realizing that I put myself in that situation and, I, and God got me out. Joy is um, things that um, you get from God, recognizing those things. So... Yeah, that that's where I wanted to go. Um, that's where my joy come from. Just recognizing what God does for you, not not being happy that this person is gone from my life. Because, like we said, happiness is fleeting. You gonna eventually stop being happy that they out your life, but you can still have joy in the midst of that because you remember all the stuff that you didn't want to put up with, all the stuff that you had to put up with, all the stuff that you wish you never put up with. And then you just look back and you be like, God, thank you. And thank you for showing me me. Because it's not always about them. It's not always about I got out of this. It was their fault. Because no, toxic relationships, all type of dysfunctional relationships go both ways. And I'm not, no, all, all. I'm going to say all. And whether it's from um, a lack of, um, what is the word? A lack of performance in it or from an overperformance in it. Either way, all toxic and dysfunctional relationships have a part from both parties. Simple. Yes, I agree. Because like um, what you said about both parties having, um, what you just said about toxic relationships, both parties have a part in it. Our pastor said that joy is love's first forerunner. And I, and he said, and I was like, that makes sense because I experienced it myself after getting out of, you know, losing world and toxic relationships, all that stuff, right? I would be happy for a minute when they would treat me right and then get sad when they would treat me wrong. Then I went to God and I found out that I have joy, I have, I have joy in him. And because he loves me, I can love other people, right? Mm-hmm. So I started loving my friends the way that Christ was loving me, loving my parents, my siblings, the way that Christ was loving me. And I would have so much joy and so much peace apart from the person that I was, you know, previously talking to romantically. And, and, and I did, I had a lot of joy, you know, you get, you, you're doing something and God is showing you, he's returning. I, he is like, he showed me the, 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 the aftermath 
of me doing what he said, loving my neighbor, because, you know, love is the greatest of, of, of all the fruits of the spirit. I think, love. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. Um, I like that. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to say this last thing. I like that because I like how you said joy is the forerunner to love because like you were saying, like when God gives you that joy, you're even able to go back and love that person that you was just chow. Y'all was acting a fool. <laughs> like you're able to even go back and love that person because you have joy. Joy is a one-sided thing. Love can be one-sided sometimes. Joy, you may be the only person in the room with some joy and you may be the only person in the room that's able to show love and everybody else may be upset and coming at you. But when you have joy, just like Paul, when you have joy, you're able to be content in any situation. So yeah, I like I like what you guys said, Miss Jorgetta. What you was going to say, Nafisa? All right, I'm not answering the question because if I'm being honest, I forgot. But I, it took me so long because I had to think about it. You know, I'm trying to be a little bit relatable. But my happiness... Like before, or like, I don't know, even when I was in the world, it was always linked to something bad about to happen. Because I used to be like, yo, I'm happy. Like, I'm a little bit too happy. Like, something something bad always happened after that. And I knew my happiness was going to be over. Now that I came to Jesus and I have joy, I have contentment. Like, I could be sad, but then I'll be like, all right, like, I'll be cool. Like, I'm going to get out. I could just talk to God. Talk to God for like 30 minutes. And I'm laughing after that. Like, like my joy is really not nowhere else. Mm-hmm. They really do like that. Like you will be crying one second. Next thing you know, you laughing with God. Yeah. Like, wait a minute, sir. Why are you making me laugh? Like, I'm sad. Let me be sad. <laughs> it says that... Um, and you guys said it, happiness is pleasure and joy is a sacrifice. So when the, um, when Stefan said that it sometimes can be one-sided because joy is the sacrifice for others. It's not about yourself. That means it will overflow into others' lives. Have you ever just been, um, you know, doing something and you know that it really doesn't benefit you in a way, but you know that God is instilling something you into you in that moment. You get what I'm saying? I'm going to give an example. One thing with me is, um, seriously, I got the name Auntie Nina because I'm always around kids and it's like, why? Let, let me tell y'all. When I was younger, I've been, I've been doing chores, raising kids forever. I used to say, when I get older, I am out. I ain't, I'm going on vacation. I ain't never seen a kid. And do you know that God puts me right back in the center of being surrounded by those that he wants me to nurture? Because it's not about me. It's about pouring into them. Babies, what a, what a baby going to do for me? Poop on me? Throw up on me? What 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 is they gonna do? But little do what God was telling me, and and I think about it when um Stephen was it you or it was Nye who told on this on twenty one day of twenty one days of prayer about being second um as you treat one of these little ones, see true joy come in there for doing things for people who really can't do nothing back for you, because mm. we really can't do nothing back for God. Not a thing. You get what I'm saying? Like, and when we think about that, and he said, this is like how you enter the kingdom. So you need these fruits. So my thing is, do you think God is checking our fruits at the door? Because <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I think about stuff like this. Like, is he going to be looking like, let me see how much of that fruit you got. Like, you know. Oh, right. yeah. like, let me see yeah. your fruit basket. Like, what, right. what, 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 what you got? Right. 
I think he tested us probably in a lot of situations. Right. We didn't even know this because now that you were just talking, I was just taking them all the way. Like, all right. like, okay. <laughs> Look, listen, listen. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like, and he, and he does that in the mundane things. And I think that's why happiness is so fleeting because we, everything that glitters ain't gold, the real gold, the real fruit is in the mundane when you can, that's where you find contentment because don't we always be like, oh, we do this every day and we're bored. Oh, there's no excitement here. And it's like, is joy really excitement or is it contentment with like how things are consistent? Cause it says happiness is inconsistent because you can get a house today and it burned down tomorrow. You get a car today and you can crash it tomorrow. So is it contingent on that? You get what I'm saying? And it's like, is it in the mundane that we are grown? um, We get to grow joy. We get to grow this fruit that is organically grown in us because it comes from these situations that doesn't seem like, like, why are you so happy? The whole economy is is doing bad. And it's like, well, the Lord is my provision. So... I don't know what's up with you, you know, and that's not easy to say because not every morning that you wake up happy, but you could wake up with joy in your heart. How, what does, how do you know you waking up joyful in the morning? Hmm. How do you know you feel that joy in your heart when you wake up in the morning? Besides saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you for this. Um, thank you for, uh, you know, just waking me up this morning. I know because I like I could hear a song in my heart. Hmm. Like on the wake up, it's just, huh? Just singing. I'm glad you said, I'm glad you said besides because I sure was finna say they look like me. I'm not afraid. That can turn into a religious routine. Thank you, Lord, for waking me up. Like that could just be a like a religious prayer. Like, how do you know? Like it's just like some joy in your heart. Um, <laughs> I think because when I wake up, like like, I don't know. I'd be like, me, I just want worship. Like, I don't know. Worship is my thing. I love to sing. And I can't sing, but I love to sing. And I'm not a morning person at all, so I don't like getting up. But if I get up and, like, first thing, I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to just play some worship music. And like- mm. When you want to worship God. So do is it singing to God? When you want to sing to God. You know how y'all used to date somebody and used to want to sing to them love songs knowing you can't sing? That sounds like when I feel like you can't sing, but I'm you can yes, sing. I'm going to hold so for him. And I'm going to be like, girl, you know right. you can't hit that note. And I was Right. Singing to God, I think. And you know, and that's what we literally are created to do that. Like we're literally instruments. Right. I think I would say, I'm sorry. I'm done. I think I would say I know like like when I feast to said, I know I have joy in my heart when I wake up in the morning when I wanna turn some music on, but it don't be worship, worship music, it be fast paced, like praise music, like like I be having a microphone in my hand and mm. when it's that part, I give him the microphone. Like I, I be doing stuff like that. <laughs> oh, I love that. Y'all got a song? Yes, we have multiple songs. Oh, um, I'm being serious, like y'all said. Yeah, because I got a song. I'm sorry. Okay, keep talking. Keep talking about your man. I'm sorry. Yeah, so we be singing, and yeah, we be singing, passing the mic back and forth, and I do it like the whole time I'm getting ready. Before I get ready, I I know now. I, I couldn't think of it at first. 
the joy part, like how I know I got joy when I wake up. But um, okay, I feel like I know I got joy when I wake up, and then just throughout the day when I look around and like nothing means anything to me. Like, let me let me explain that to y'all. So you know how like when you little like. And you pray for certain things or like you want your room to look a certain type of way or you expect your life to be a certain type of way. Like when I look around and stuff I pray for, like, of course, I thank God for it. But it's like if it was going today, like it just has no value. Like there's no value there because this thing isn't God. Like I like um, if y'all seen my Instagram and my TikTok, like I bought a bag the other day and like I was excited about this bag. I was excited before work. Um, when I got paid, like I was excited to get this bag, but even seeing it in person, like and after buying it, it was like this has no value to me. Like it's it's one point in time, like I probably would have had this bag in my bed with me. Like it's one point in time, like I would have posted it every day. It's one point in time, like I wouldn't stop talking about it. But now it's just like, oh, all right. Like wish I wouldn't pay that. Like I don't know. Like yeah, like when I look around and. Things don't mean as much as they did, like, when you was a kid. Like, you know, when you was a kid, stuff you wanted or liked or got was major. Like, it was major. Like, it was like, oh, y'all, look at my skateboard. I got a new Mm -hmm. skateboard. I'm a skateboarder. Like, it's like, I look around and it's like, oh, like, I'm here. Like, how we talked about in the last episode, like, I'm a human having a human experience. And, child, this human experience only going to go good with God and not with none of this stuff. Not with accumulating stuff. Because that really used to be me. Like, God, I say this all the time. Like, God didn't pull me out of one specific sin. And he don't pull, like, everybody got a multitude of sins. But it's like, my flesh was something that just liked things. I just liked what I wanted. And now, looking around and just be like, oh, like, I got it. And I feel like that's what, not law of attraction, not none of that. But when you stop caring about certain things, is when God can give it to you because he's like, all right, I know you're not going to idolize it. I know you're good now. And so I know I have joy when I can look around and be like, thanks, God. But like, you can take it if you want to. Like, that's how I know. That's good. That's good. So you like um, looking at clouds, Stefan. Does that bring you joy? It do. I like y'all. And I hate when I'm in the car and I tell somebody, look at a cloud. And they be like, oh, yeah, that's nice. Like, no, that's beautiful. Like, you don't see that cloud. You don't see them colors in that cloud. Like, you don't see how fluffy and nice and, like, surreal that just look like that. Like, it, like, I love a good cloud. Like, y'all, I love a good cloud. I love a good cloud. Like, I love a good shoe. I love a good cloud. Like, I've never heard no one. That's how you know that's joy. And it's a connection. Because I wanted to um, read y'all this. It says, joy is part of our conquest for eternal life because it is because it is given to us by the Father through the Holy Spirit. It's not only on earth, but in the heavens above. In John 10, 28 to 29, it says, we are reminded by this. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. And um, when, when traveling on a plane, um, and I was up there. I thought about you, Stephanie, in the clouds. And I said, you know, because look at God. Right. That's really it's amazing. something that only he can produce. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if they out here producing fake clouds. They probably are. You know, it's a lot going on. But you can see the fingerprint of God. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, 
this is actually good. Mm-hmm. You know, when when you when you think of stuff like that and the fact that it shall never perish, that means this fruit in you will never rot. Right. Like I'm like, like when you have- <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Um and it says um it says joy it says um uh, here's an, here's another thing it says for instance you got into a car accident accident because you were drunk after having too much alcohol with someone you truly love you were so happy while drinking with the person that made you happy that made you happy but when it turned out to be bad because you had a car accident this is merely happiness so you get in a car accident because you were drinking and you was happy but then i mean well you was drinking and you was happy then you get in a car accident and now the happiness is gone because tragedy come. And it says joy, on the other hand, is purely good because um, you can go back to the scenario when you finally meet the love of your life. If you have joy, you will surely be conscious of your actions and not end up drinking too much. With joy, I will value something that God has brought into my life opposed to going out with the person. It's basically saying that happiness can put you and those you love in danger. Mm-hmm. Opposed to joy, because it says joy is purely, it says happiness is not necessarily good. Joy is purely good. And not all things that make you happy, you should do. I mean, some things I was out here doing that made me happy. And I mean, I don't think I should have been doing it. Mm. But I was happy. I ain't gonna lie. I was. Yeah, so I thought that was, um, that was good. And I do. And and, and it's about, um it's, it's, it's about sacrifice. And I believe that's what Paul exemplified in Philippians. And, um, I just want to read first Thessalonians, um, five sixteen. it says, rejoice always praise, pray without season and everything. Give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise the prophecies. Test all things, hold fast what is good, abstain from every form of evil. Happiness can be evil. Mm. Um, to an extent, you know, you gotta you gotta judge it. But what I do have though for Stephanie is I did take pictures of these clouds. So I got some Ooh. awesome pictures of clouds that I'm gonna send you. And I knew you was gonna, not that woo. <laughs> um, I really did. And I was like, let me take these from up here because they was really good. Um, but yeah, that's um what I, we all we want to talk about. Is Bella still with us? I am. <laughs> you ain't say much, Bella. Do you have any input on this? Yeah, I was gonna. I like what you guys said about how ha- like how happiness is a drug, and like that's the scary part about it. Like you just you're just always gonna see when you can get like your next hit. Like you're always gonna see um what what the next thing is or who the next person is. And so for me, like what joy is, it's like you feel rested. Like you feel like you have, I guess, all the things you need already. So you you just like, you can take a deep breath in. Like you can just breathe and and just like know that God's there, that you're okay. Like literally no matter ha- what happens, like I'm good. It's okay. Like I can, I can breathe. Um, so like, that's kind of how I feel like if I, if I know I'm having like a good morning, like a joyful morning or, or something like that. I like Uh, that. You feel rested. I wanted to add, what's it called? Like, I feel like drug when we start talking about the clouds, because that's really one thing that like 
me and God used to bond over, like, when I first got saved, like, while I was still smoking, when I was really, like, starting to really take him serious and search out for him, like, like, y'all, I would really walk out the door, go smoke, listen, listen to a sermon, read my Bible, all type of stuff, and I'm not telling nobody to go do that, but that was how God started, um, with me, was working through me, working in me, um, and we would just look at the clouds, like, I would take pictures of the clouds every morning, like, I ask him, like, make the clouds look pretty tomorrow, like, do this in the sky for me tomorrow, and, like, I wake up, look out my window, and be like, oh, hey, God, like, what you doing? Like, me and him, we be bonding over the clouds, but I also wanted to say, um, like, I feel like, like, when you was talking, it just reminded me of how joy is a contentment and, like, People in the world be having more joy than people in the church sometimes, if you really want to talk about it. Um, Like, even in the world, there's people who seem like they happy and have joy and they content with their decisions, but really not because they're not being a true, authentic self. And I'm not condoning none of this of what I'm going to say, but there's people who be like, oh, I'm fine with dating somebody and they do stuff with other people or they go about their business. Like, people like that, would like they have a sense of joy, a sense of contentment in what they're doing over a person who'd be like, well, no, I, I, I can't do that. I have too much self-worth for me. You have self-worth, but you don't have no joy. Like you don't have no eternal joy. You're not like you, you wake up sad all the time. Like you're, you're afraid of certain things. Like, I don't know. I hope that made sense the way it was processing in my head, but people in the world have more joy than some Christians. Like, you call yourself a believer, but you can't endure a little bit of something. You can't go through a little bit of something. But, yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. That makes a lot of sense because, it, look, it's bliss. Ignorance is bliss. So, they content in that. Mm-hmm. Whereas, right. we are aware and will lie to ourselves because oh. of the awareness, people in the church. So, that makes a lot of sense. And And, see, come on. It goes back to us physically fit. You look like you, you look like you got some joy, but do you really? Like where that orange at? I don't see that in your fruit basket. I'm, okay, now that we know that orange is joy, so oranges is joy. So every time I see y'all with orange, I'm like, y'all got some joy because y'all been saying That's orange my is joy. Favorite color. Ah. Is wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but you're right. That makes a lot of sense. Whereas, you know, we don't. And um, that's that's a great analogy. I appreciate that. Okay. That was good. I'm glad it made sense. <laughs> I also feel like people um, with the demeanor of city girls, like, you know, like who always go, like, like I'm, I'm saying like, <laughs> take his money, like, like, you know, like that kind of stuff. They're saying take his money or, um, getting things done to their body. I'm not saying like plastic surgery is wrong, but I know a lot of people, they say, you know, I'm getting this for me and I'm doing this so I could be happy for me. And so because they, you know, like, like, okay, being physically attractive is like automatic exception into the world. You see so many people who have done really bad things and, you know, cancel culture is going around, but because they look good and they fit like the, you know, the um, beauty standards, they're never canceled. Everybody, be, like with like with Doja Cat, remember uh, for a long time, people were saying, you know, she been doing all this and that and racist and that. 
but people still listening to her music. You know, people were saying that they were going to counsel her and they're not going to talk to her. And, uh, and what, you know, I had friends that did that. And now they be streaming the whole album when we be at school and stuff like that. And so, but it's because, you know, she fits the, um, the star persona. She has the physical, you know, the she, she fits the beauty standard and so other people when they begin to fit the beauty standard they are just like oh i got it now like i don't have no you know i i got i can take pictures and make some money with pictures or you know being a social media influencer because i got the body now and so like you said like like Antonio was saying ignorance is bliss and people in the world they can have so much careful seemingly carefree fun because they fit the the exceptions of the world and they never really realized that they're spiritually dead because it's so easy for them to go from happiness to happiness to happiness to happiness. But for some people, you can't go from happiness to happiness. Like you gotta have a a low, you know. Well, and like I was saying with the suicides and stuff like that, those people was probably going, you know, from happiness to happiness to happiness. And then when when they just ran out of stuff to get happy off of, they just fell straight down and they didn't know what to do right i feel like another thing is that there's joy i mean there's there's truth in joy joy is truth like how i said like people will be will be in a relationship but allow their partner to do whatever because they have joy but at the same time there's people in a relationship that would allow their partner to do everything because they have happiness and they have a fear of um what would happen if they wasn't what would happen if I say I'm not okay with this? What would happen if, you know? And so I feel like it can go both ways, but it just brought me to revelation of joy is in the truth. Joy is in being content in what you truly, truly feel and your true feelings and how you truly feel. So yeah, like how you was brought up the city girls and stuff. Like people act like city girls and like to do all of that because they scared of what if my friends don't like me? What if he really do like me? What if he don't like me? What if I got to act like this to get him to like me? Like, it's stuff like that. That's all, yeah. Yep, because I was out here. I couldn't chase happiness. When you can't find it, it's like um, what Bella said, it's a drug. And when that hit don't hit like the first time or the second time or the third time, I ain't never done crack. But, you know, it's <laughs> what it's like. crack. It's like, OK, I smoke weed. Um, it's, it's like, you know, how maybe the first time you can smoke a half a blunt or three pulls. Remember when you first started the tolerance for it uh-huh. starts to build and it doesn't, it, it ain't given what it was given last time. So you go a little bit more and you go a little bit more up the deep end. What shook me to my core with this and what makes sense is, um, when Robin Williams committed suicide after he made the movie happy. He was a man who did comedy to make other people laugh and no one saw him or maybe they did and he didn't have any joy. What killed, what bothers me with that is, um, cause we gonna watch our words cause it don't kill me. What bothers me with that is that I grew up on him and you will think he was funny. He was caking. He was a millionaire. He was in every movie. Everyone requ- requested him. He was the go-to guy. He was Mrs. Doubtfire. Come on. You get what I'm saying? And to see that that happened, and it's like, how can people miss that? You know, um, Kate Spade was at the top of her um, empire. 
and she makes the handbags, you know, and fly. And one day they just find her. And of course, you know, we know there's more to the story and behind other things, but to see them come and just fall. So it's not the things, it's not the things of this world. It's really something that's inside that is decaying, that is eating you and that you don't have. Because even with the whole city girls type thing and getting surgery, they keep going back. They're not done. Oh, just a little bit more here. Just a little bit more here. You know how many people out here talk this? I know people in real life who do this. And it's like, it's it becomes addictive. And what happened when it ain't given what it was given last time? Oh. Oh. It's hard to come off of drugs like that. Anything can become a drug. And I think it's hard. And and just for anyone that might be listening, yeah, we, we are very transparent here. And we're going to talk about it. And we're not telling y'all to go smoke and continue to smoke. But God meets us where we at. He meets us where oh, I'm at. So new, because I sound crazy to the Pharisees and Sadducees today. <laughs> like my story will sound crazy. <laughs> right, people meet us, so don't sleep. Like we're not out here just like, oh no, we had a human experience in an experience, and you have to experience God in your 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 experience of your mess right. to understand that how how real He is. You, it's it's nothing, you know, and that's why I'm um, even teaching. You can you can know the Bible, but if you act like you never experienced anything, and you in the church, and that's why you said when you said the, those in the world have more joy than those in the church because they never, some of them ain't never opened themselves up to experience anything. So that's why you could be like, oh, I can never, right? Oh, I can never, really? Oh, have you ever been there? No, okay, well, I don't. Mm-mm-mm. You can have standards, but you don't know what you what you could ever. You know, I thought I could never love God the way I love God, and look at me, <laughs> strung out, strung out. Like I told myself, I'm gonna mm-hmm. wait till I'm like thirty, <laughs> then I'm gonna start going to church. Ciao, and now look God at you, real and look at you. <laughs> but um, now, Pisa, <laughs> did you have something else to say? No, no. Okay. Oh. Uh, ciao. Give me a minute. <laughs> Do you? Um, this was when George, with uh, what George Scott was saying. I was like, that reminded me um about Matthew thirteen twenty two. It was like um the um the word that land on thorns and get choked out. That's all I wanted to say. It wasn't that deep, but I was like, what she that's. Okay, but y'all, y'all, guess what? More time. SOS, somebody help us. Because today, we are talking about something close to um, what we talked about on the first episode. So, if you on TikTok or on Instagram, like I've seen it a couple times on Instagram, um, there's a video of a Family Feud episode, <laughs> y'all. And so... The episode of Family Feud, um, there was a woman on there and they was doing the fast money round. Y'all know the fast money round can get hectic. You can't think of nothing. And so before Steve could even tell her the rules, before Steve could get out a word, she said, hold on. And asked Holy Spirit to activate inside of her. I'm going to ask you the same five questions you can ask. Okay. Holy Spirit, activate. Oh, no. Holy Spirit, activate. Holy Spirit, activate, activate, activate. All right, let's go. 11 years has never happened before. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Holy Spirit, activate. Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit, activate. I said, Holy okay. Spirit, 
act. Thank you. Woo! Nice. Come on, you can do this. Think about Next time you're down at the DM. She had her little song, little dance, and the people in the audience and stuff was laughing. They was like, oh my goodness, like what's going on and stuff. And people in the comments on TikTok when this video um, started going around was like, oh, she's blaspheming the Holy Spirit. Oh, this is blasphemy. This is blasphemy. She not saved. The Holy Spirit is not something you activate. Holy Spirit is not a superpower. It's not a spirit. You can't, is she summoning the Holy Spirit? Like what's she doing? Like da 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 da. And it, we, I was like, me, I was like, whoa. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and so we finna talk about if we would let Miss, um, I think her name is China Wilson, sink or swim. Who want to go first? I will go first because, yeah, I would definitely go and save her. Like, I would swim to go get her because, honestly, like, shameless plug, before the community ships that don't see community you should join um before the community i was like a really cookie cutter like christian like i but not to the point where i was trying not to like i was trying not to sin i wasn't perfect but it was like you know blasphemy like how nathaniel was saying people were saying um that stuff in the comments i now know like you know we we just discussed earlier in the episode how God and I have this bonding activity where we be going back and forth singing the songs. And Nathaniel has a bonding activity. Well, his thing with God is with clouds. So personal relationships with God that we have, we have different things that we do, you know, different things, different ways that we bond with Holy Spirit. Now, that just could be her way of bonding with Holy Spirit, like talking to Holy Spirit like he's a best friend, you know, like if 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 you had um what's that show it's another show or who wants to be a millionaire something like that but like you could call somebody you can call a lifeline i feel like that would be like calling a lifeline like a a real person because holy spirit is a real person it's like her calling on her lifeline holy the, the bible says that the holy spirit is our helper so i would definitely go swim to go gear because i mean she was she it's not like she was humming and sitting crisscross applesauce and trying to do all that trying to actually summon holy spirit he's already there he's already present like she was probably just doing that you know for in front of everybody else i don't know but i I would definitely go save her because yeah that was her personal relationship that's her personal relationship with god and holy spirit i thought it was cute like the the way she was doing it is like i i didn't see anything or like feel anything wrong with it like I guess people were annoyed with the word um activate but like it would be the same thing to say like oh holy spirit like please come through because that like that's what I do like if I if I'm ever in a a situation where I know like every situation I I guess where I know I can't do it on my own it's like I I just you know say to myself like I'm like holy spirit like please come through um and I the fact that she was saying it out loud in front of a crowd and also acknowledging Holy Spirit in front of everybody on TV. I thought that was really cool. I thought it was super cute. Like, and she was really into it and she meant it too because she she knew she was going to need Holy Spirit's help. And so I would definitely, you know, save. I would definitely save. And just for the record, she did win that money. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you go. Go. All right. Um, I do the same thing. Like when I'm reading my Bible, I do the same thing. So if I don't go get her. I'm be a hypocrite, so I'm gonna save my homegirl. And I don't feel like there was nothing wrong with like what she did. Like I don't think she was being disrespectful or anything. She had a little dance and stuff. I'm always thinking Holy Spirit about the most random stuff. And especially if you just like, I want your presence. Not everybody gonna I don't know, like what they expected her to do. But then again, you know what? I'm, I'm I don't know. The people in the comments, they be mad over. Um I ain't swimming out to get her. Only because Holy Spirit gonna activate and he gonna swim out to get her <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Um, I did some research on her, unlike certain people who were in the comments who just decided to go in on our good sister in the Lord. They decided to throw their stones instead of actually trying to see who this woman was. They went off of a 15 second clip. And so I first went and watched the full clip on YouTube. Um, she sing it again. Like she she don't just sing it then. She sing it again. Um, but I feel like people don't look at the fact that this is a woman who got on national television talking about the Holy Spirit. When some of y'all get on TV and be scared to say Jesus. When some of y'all get on TV and conform to people telling you that you can't say Jesus, you can only say God. Like, like let's talk about it. And so when I was um, researching her, when I was looking up who she is, um, oh, and her name is China Phillips, not China Wilson. But she was a part of um, this singing group called Wilson Phillips, I believe. And so um, she now actually has a YouTube channel where she talks about God. Like she had her um, YouTube channel is called California Preaching or something like that. Like this is a woman of God who literally loves Jesus. And I feel like that was one thing that um, even Jesus had to tell them about, like, stop paying attention to people words so closely. Stop doing that. Because just because she said activate y'all feel some type of way, y'all want to come for her, she ain't saved. Like, that's what we doing? Like, Jesus told them, eat my flesh and drink my blood, and they walked away. But she can't even say Holy Spirit activate. And so I feel like instead of before we just jump to stuff and start questioning, like I told y'all in the last episode, stop telling people they're not safe. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Like literally stop it because it's not even a joke. Um, and even I read an article where on her um, channel, she brought her husband on. She's married to Alec Baldwin's brother. I don't know his name off the top of my head, but um, He's not a Christian and she brought him on one of his videos and he like beforehand was like, I don't want to go on your videos because I feel like your followers may talk about me. They're going to um, say he's going to hell. Da, 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 da. Like he didn't want to get on there because he assumed that the church would come for him because her YouTube again is a Christ centered YouTube. Um, and it's honestly about her everyday life. Like she's a very practical woman that talks about God while she's doing um like, you know, just everyday life stuff. But he went on there and they embraced him. They loved him. They was like, you should do more videos with him. Um, he's so funny. Da, 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 all of this stuff. And he was like, oh, wow. Like, they were showing him the love of Jesus. They literally, like, she literally may be somebody to bring somebody to the Lord through her marriage. Just how um, God says, 
um, stay stay in the situation that, that um, you was in when I found you. I don't know when they got married. I'm not saying that's the case, but how a woman, the wife can make her family holy. Like you, I said um, on one of our calls that we will be the only representation of Jesus some people see. We will be the only Bible that some people read. And him being on there and receiving the love of Jesus, no condemnation, receiving just, they just received him as a human and his experience that he allowed them to see on that YouTube video could literally bring him to Jesus. Like he's, it's, he said it made him feel good, all type of stuff. And I feel like, stop telling people they're not saved. That's all I got to say. Stop it. If you're not going to take the time to sit back, actually get to know somebody the best you can, because I didn't get to know her, but I got to know her. I got more than just a 15-second video. I got more than just a eight-minute video on YouTube of her on Family Feud. Like, I got to know her personality. She's a charismatic person. She's energetic. Like, yeah, that... that we st- we see where I was going with that, but that's all I got to say because my sis ain't do nothing wrong. Leave China Phillips alone. Now, Auntie Nina, is you going out to save her? Hmm. Um, I don't think activate should be a trigger word because you're empowered by the Holy Spirit. Um, mm, I could, I, I see, I can see, see, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to have to, and I don't like saying, I'm going to have to do some upheaving because I don't like the devil advocate thing. Because you just said on our last episode that you wouldn't go get Mr. Chappelle, but you would get her because she brought her brother-in-law somebody on. And even though that caused controversy on national TV, where you're absolutely correct that somebody wouldn't say Jesus because people are scared, but he made a statement with someone. I, he, he, he identified with someone through his art to start a conversation that says, Hey, everything you said was funny, but I need you to see me. And I'm having a human experience, which is the same thing that her brother-in-law, whoever she brought on there. I don't, I looked at the comments. I don't, I seen where some people was being weird. Like, no, activate is not a bad word because Holy Spirit literally empowers you. I got family who call me and tell me, can I pray for their game and stuff? And my answer is no, not using God for that. That's dumb. Ask them yourself. Don't be like, oh, you felt why? You want me to pray for that, but when you're really in trouble, I'm not. But as for her experience of what she do, and that's just her charismatic way and how she represents Christ, that's like me saying, oh, don't walk around with certain quotes on my shirt. No, that's how she does it. I didn't find anything um, surprising with that, but I did read an article that, um, you know, some people do use Holy Spirit as a genie, but I didn't see her doing that. So my thing is like, she's cool where she's at because... She's cool. My thing is the same. I think we need to do the same thing. And I'm going to bring it up because I have to do an upheaval of Mr. Chappelle. We can't be on one because we can bring somebody to Christ, but we can bring these conversations also that needs to be addressed. Like there's controversy issues like this. That's a religious spirit that's telling her you can't say Holy Spirit activate. It's also a a spirit of division uh, that's telling Mr. Chappelle that you can't 
Um, you can't say things like that. You need to say it a bit with a little bit, a little bit more nicer. This can be a learning curve. And it's like, but what have we been learning all these years, except that we've been desensitized even in the church. So I didn't find anything wrong with the show besides Steve Harvey. Cause I don't feel, bruh. I'm be honest. Like he's not my cup of tea. Um, but sis, she was, she was good. I don't, I mean, you gotta, Holy Spirit needs to be stirred. So we can't say stir. We can't say activate. I don't think she's sink. I don't think she's sinking. I don't even think the comments was that damaging, to be honest. We saw worse with one day. Her comments was like kind of mild unless I missed it. And I went through the comments and I seen more people actually support her. And I seen a couple people say, I'm not even a Christian, but this made me like her. That was refreshing. Whereas the religious spirit was just like, hmm. So, but yeah, personally, no, it was nothing, but I just wouldn't like when it comes to stuff like that, I'm not, I don't need to call on God for that. Like people really literally call me for wrestling. Oh, can you my favorite? No, because you don't call me to pray with you. Do you say your prayers at night? Do you do that? She does that. She has the fruit of that. That's her real life. You get what I'm saying? She wasn't trying to prostitute God. She wasn't trying to prostitute the Holy Spirit. So I think they shouldn't have thrown no stones. And so she on a floaty. All right, y'all. And that was our sink or swim. That was our thoughts. Our, um, what we had to say. And we is swimming out to get Miss China on today. Um, we, we love y'all. Come join us on the community. Follow us at ships.tds on Instagram and TikTok. Check out our YouTube page, um, Ships That Don't Sink. Um, and yeah, we're going to see y'all next time on Unthinkable the Podcast. Bye, y'all. Bye. Please don't be no cast away. You got a question, ask away. Might not be a fast away. All you got to do is ask and pray. He'll come through with a lot to say. Won't make you move, you choose away.